Hey yo, what up, what up, what up? It's your boy, Captain Umoru. Welcome to another episode of the CU Podcast. Yeah, after years of meritorious service, I am now considering retiring. No, 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 not from my design tech career, but from a career in a very niche industry, the perfection industry. I've had a good run in this industry for pretty much the longest time, and it's time to rest or pivot. And so here are some lessons from a soon-to-be-retired perfectionist. 1. Perfection is God's food. You know what I mean? Perfection is God's food. And I am not God. I don't desire to be God. I don't want to be God. I don't even... Like, God has a job description that is a behemoth in and of itself. So I do not desire to be God in any way, in any form, you know? Now, whether you believe in God or not is not the point here. The point being made is that perfection is not for humans, at least not in our realm. Perfection is for God and his peers, if there are any. I'm just trying to play on words by saying perfection is real yet unreal, and that can be a lot for us humans to handle. Perfection is better suited for real yet unreal beings like God, while we humans make do with something within our power which is progress. You see, we humans, we make progress instead of perfection. Our entire universal system of existence is a progressive system. How? Well, we cover distance relative to time. When you wake up, brush your teeth, engage in some sort of routine, you know, all that takes time to achieve. That speaks of progressive action, not instant action. Routines happen poco a poco, which is Italian for little by little or step by step. Now, how much more every other phenomenon in life? All of life is progressive and not instant. You know, from gaining mastery of a skill to wooing your crush to becoming a billionaire. Hmm. So, where does this idea of perfection, meaning instantaneous result, come from? Perfection. What does it even mean? Like, what does it mean for something to be perfect? Well, this brings me to the second lesson. Number two, perfection is relative to context. In what sense, you might ask? Well, contextually relative to scenario, time, timing, circumstances, and so on. Perfection is not absolute from one context to the other. Okay, let me give you an example. Let me let me give you this example. People who got married in the 70s through to the 90s, and to some extent the early 2000s, most likely had the footage of their wedding captured on film which would then be developed in a dark room and so on and so forth. You get the drift. If you got married in this period and you hired the most expensive photography or videography service of that time that had all the equipment in that era that you can imagine, you still cannot compare the quality of their work from that era with the quality of work from photographers and videographers some 10 years later after the year 2000. Why? Primarily because of technological advancements in equipment, and even those from 2000 to 2010 still can't compare the quality of their work to those after 2010. I said all of that to point out that in that era, based on the prevailing technological advancement of the time, whatever it is the photography or videography service you had to produce for you may most likely have been seen as perfect and the peak of creativity. But if you switch timelines, you get to discover that what was perfect in the media world in the 90s is now vintage and legacy formats in 2015, for example. 
It was perfect then, but it's no longer perfect now. We can simply say that perfection was not consistent over the different timelines I just used as an illustration. It was rather relative to the prevailing technological advancements of the time. I hope you see what I'm saying. Are you, are you getting my drift? Like, your own definition of perfection might be another person's definition of progress. Tomorrow, there will be advances in technology once again. And you will look at those who shot in 4K, 8K, 12K resolution and say, that's old. Number 3. Perfection is fine detail while progress is big picture. Well, that's how I see it in my books at least. You see, if your default position on things is progress driven, your focus will be more on direction, purpose, respect to timing, seasons and the likes. If your default position is perfection, there's a very high tendency to emphasize details, exactitude and fastidiousness, you know, meticulousness of a very high order, like you are pretty much concerned about accuracy and detail much of the time, if not all of the time. One day, I sat down to think deeply about my life and to evaluate how much progress I had made generally based on certain personal indices I used to define success. As I mentally floated through the key performance indicators I had set for myself, it slowly began to dawn on me like it slowly began to register in my consciousness that all life is progressive actually. Like an epiphany, I suddenly accepted that the entire universe is progressive in its existence, operations and whatsoever. Nothing happens instantaneously as we perceive it to be. In fact, if you slow it down, if you actually slow it down, you will see progressive steps of action. This is where I began to see that I had pandered to one extreme for so many years and it affected the outcome of a number of projects in my life. I always wanted to be associated with excellence. And I thought that the most efficient way to go about it was to churn out perfect results all the time. Within myself, I realized that balance was what I should have focused on. For there is a time to be perfect and a time to be progressive. A time to emphasize details and a time to gloss over details so that the focus becomes realigning in the right direction. Like a pendulum, it is ineffective to stay at one extreme. The beauty is in the swing. From one end to the other. From one end and back to the other. Over the course of time, I began to remember my meditations about how I saw the universe as one big interwoven system and how I saw God as a systems architect of sorts. Yeah, systems architect. What I did not internalize earlier in my meditations was that a system is never perfect. A system is rather being perfected continuously. How? Well, by designing fault tolerance into the fabric of the system, among other things. This way, we can learn and make adjustments to the system for better operations subsequently. The way I see it, God took a systems architect view of all he had created and saw that it was good. One animal walked on all fours, another one would crawl, and yet another would hop on two feet. There's this plant, uh, the queen of the night, yes, the queen of the night, whose flowers open at night and give off a nice fragrance at night, yet there are other plants that give off no fragrance. Everything is in its place in the system like clockwork. What I'm saying is, in essence, the grand system works, and right there is an example of perfection being expressed progressively in big picture formats. 
because I believe that evolution was God's way of refining the components or variables of the system. Now, as the parts that make up the system proceed to fulfill their duties in the system, they make progress with respect to time, the time it takes to fulfill their duties. See, the entire universe is in a constant state of flow, in my opinion. If not so, then innovation should have stopped long ago. I mean, like, innovation should have stopped for the longest time. In fact, evolution even occurs in our daily lives. For example, the way you made omelettes would have improved over time. The computers of 60 years ago are not the computers of now. Everything is in a constant state of flow. Bringing this line of thoughts back home, I should have worked out a system that would swing like a pendulum between progress and perfection, make allowance for fault tolerance so that I could learn from the not-so-excellent results as well as the excellent ones and then update my system's playbook so that I could keep moving. Well, now that I know better, I think it's time to make adjustments and one of such adjustments is to make peace with the fact that excellent or perfect results are not instantaneous. There is a build-up. There is always a build-up. You see, this particular line of thought took me quite a while to accept because, you know, coming from a very um, meticulous uh, state of mind, I found it hard to come to terms with the fact that I may not always be excellent every time, but in the grand scheme of things, everything works. You know, I had to really get myself to a place of acceptance that this was how life was most of the time. It was when I realized these lessons that I began to revisit my core beliefs about success in life. I had to question my belief system regarding success. In fact, at one point, I had to sit myself down and ask, Guy, Guy, are you interested in moving forward or you are interested in exactitude? Are you interested in moving forward or are you interested in getting it right all the time? Please make up your mind fast. Now, having talked about these lessons, does that mean that I don't believe in the concept of perfection? Of course, I do. I know it exists, but the thing is, the reachability and having to grab a hold of perfection in its contextual absoluteness is something of a long shot. Perfection is not contextually universal because your definition of perfection may be another person's definition of progress. My guess is that unless everyone on earth has the same worldview or the same perspective on perfection, that's when we can say perfection is truly perfection. That's when we can substantiate perfection, coalesce it and say perfection is so and so. And the thing is, everybody will say yes because we all agree that it is this way and that way. And this is because of a unified worldview on what perfection is and what perfection is not. Now, let me make clear here that the fact that you seek progress does not mean you should not seek excellence. Sure, there is a tendency for excellence to be interpreted as perfection, but I make bold to say that excellence as I have come to understand is rather progressive. For example, what you called excellence five years ago might not be excellent now. So, standing your ground that you must have it excellent at the expense of progress all the time is just a meticulous and fastidious waste of your time, in my opinion. I heard a quote some time back attributed to Sherry Sandberg which says, done is better than perfect and that's it it's as simple as that nothing else excellence and perfection will always be in a continuous state of flow and so friends this is my official retirement speech 
as a professional perfectionist. Three lessons learned in a nutshell. One, perfection is God's food. Two, perfection is relative to context. Three, perfection is fine detail while progress is big picture. It's been a long time coming actually and I am grateful for the experiences garnered with a predominantly perfectionist mindset so far. I'll be picking up a new trade, the balancer trade. Interestingly, there's a word like that in the dictionary, balancer. I think I'll be spending more time in this new profession. Friends, what are your thoughts concerning my decision to change careers, sort of? Please, I'd love to hear from you. You can reach me on the major social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, with the handle the Captain Umoru, one word, U-M-O-R-U, the Captain Umoru, one word. I have to go now, but I'm not leaving you. Please stay safe and have a most amazing set of experiences. See you later.